Hi, this is Caitlin. And this is Sharon. And welcome to Real Housewives on Real Housewives, where we unravel housewives story threads and keep the tea flowing. So chic. Hang on to your diamonds and welcome to our pilot episode. This is episode number one, where we're digging into Diana from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, season 12. So welcome to Real Housewives on Real Housewives. Yay! I'm Caitlin. And I'm Sharon. So this is our episode about Diana. And I think my main impression of Diana, I think I've just said over and over, is how much I don't like her. <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm starting from. But I might reel that back a little bit as we go. But she, so far, is probably one of my least favorites. Maybe ever in Housewives. I, I just don't get her, I think. That's a little harsh. It's ever. a lot harsh. That I know. Harsh. That is a lot harsh. Yeah. Okay. So Diana, I have very conflicted feelings about her. Yes. Um, okay. First of all, if she ordered the bots that attacked Garcelle's son, which we'll talk about later, then I really dislike her. Yeah. But if she did not do that, then I feel really conflicted about her. Yeah. She could um, be misunderstood. Yeah. Like in the beginning when she came on and she's super rich and I kind of like seeing this over the top luxury mm-hmm. from time to time. She has a really interesting backstory. Yes. She's got this young husband who married her. Like, he looks like he wants to start a, you know, really kick off his career. Mm-hmm. Um, and the I don't know. Music industry there. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I guess I kind of wonder if, if she were in a different season, in a different time. Yes. Maybe I could have liked her. That's what I've kind but of I don't. come to feel like as we approached, you know, going through all of this and taking our notes. Because initially I was like, oh, Diana, we're starting with, oh, Diana, blah. And so I do feel like I've reeled back in how I feel. So it took me forever, but she reminds me of Jennifer Coolidge, who's in Christopher Guest mockumentaries, like waiting, uh, like, well, she's not waiting for Guffman, but she's in Best in Show. She's Stifler's mom. (laughs) And she's been in those old Navy Christmas commercials, like while we've been watching The Real Housewives back. And um, so it, it always makes me think, like, think of her as Diana because in those commercials, Jennifer Coolidge is like, hashtag sorry, not sorry. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Diana. Like, I think that that should have been her line. It's sorry, not sorry. Because seriously. <laughs> that good, I think. But yeah, she's friends with a lot of famous people she that you is. like. That's so. true. <laughs> no, in fact, it makes me worry because, you know, in my head, I feel like I could have this amazing friendship with like Sir Elton John and his husband <laughs> and Neil Patrick Harris and David Burke. Like, I feel like okay, I can hang with these people. Like, they're fun. They're Broadway. Like, I love all this. And then the fact that they consider her such a good friend, like, family. Like, I think Elton John was on social media saying, like, you're already our favorite housewife. Aww. And maybe, it, so maybe I just had higher hopes for her, thinking, like, okay, I love these celebrities. I will love her. Mm-hmm. And not so much. But I, I, it worries me because, like, it, this may be the thing that ruins my friendship with Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I don't know. This may come between us. Like, and that's upsetting to me. Yeah. I think we better get through your feelings. Yes, I think so. But I, I, could, I could put them on hold for a minute. Do you want to do you want to do her intro? Yeah. Okay. So first of all, when Diana comes on, they're holding diamonds, right? Isn't that right? Yes. She mm-hmm. says the only thing better than having it all is having even more, which I just love. <laughs> I do love over the top intros yes. like that mm-hmm. that are ridiculous and all about being <laughs> super rich. I don't know why. I just think when it's she's so funny. rich, it's like how much more can she have? <laughs> Um, And so she was introduced in the second episode as a friend of Crystal, which, okay, so I didn't even remember she was introduced from Crystal. I didn't either. And I went back, because looking back, I'm like, do we ever actually see her talk to Crystal? I'm not sure. 
I seriously don't remember her talking. So here's my like deep theory that now I've been like, I've been thinking on this for days now. So it's in the back of my mind. I feel like she was brought on by Rinna, not Crystal. I feel like Lisa Rinna wanted somebody to go against Sutton because I think the big problem with Diana is that we like Sutton, like we're pro Sutton. So I feel like Diana just comes in completely anti-Sutton. Like she's not going to hear anything. So I just don't think she gives Sutton a chance. So I feel like she was kind of gotten to beforehand and told like this Sutton girl, she's sketched, like we're not Mm -hmm. having her. And so I kind of feel like Lisa Rinna brought her on because the other thing that made me think about it is when they're talking and we can talk about this in Crystal's episode, but when they're talking with Crystal about when she loses her 14 friends, (laughs) (laughs) it's a very specific number. She must have a lot of friends. Like I don't have 14 14 to lose. lose. (laughs) You go anywhere. (laughs) But, um, but she was saying Crystal becomes friends with the most popular girl and that that's how she kind of gets her way into the group. So it almost made me feel like Renna was like, oh, you know this girl, right? You know Diana. And then Crystal's like, oh, I totally know Diana. Like, we, uh-huh, all, all the time. Uh, I kind of wonder if Renna kind of used Crystal to get her on the show. I don't know. I can kind of see that. I don't know. I feel like that because she and Crystal are not friends as near as I can tell. Yeah. Or at least they didn't show it. Mm-hmm. I mean... Um, so you want me to go over her backstory yeah, a little bit? Let's so do that. her real name apparently is Sanella. Yeah, Diana I don't know. How I don't know how it's pronounced. It it's kind of pretty. Like pretty, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, she's forty-nine years old. She's from Sarajevo, and she became a refugee um, at the age of nineteen when she left for London. Her brother was killed um, during the war there. In yeah, I mean, she does have a real tragic backstory. Yeah. So I feel a little bit bad being harsh on her sometimes because when you hear her backstory and then later kind of what she goes through. I mean, yeah. she's dealing with a lot, so I may just be being a little harsh on her. <laughs> You're so mean. I'm so mean. Um, <laughs> so then she's in London, and she talks about how she worked, um, you know, some low-paying, difficult jobs um, until she meets her husband. Okay, and I read in this Vulture article, um, it was from July of 22, 20, 2022, and so it says she met her previous husband, Robert Jenkins, in 1999 at a gym, which when I read this, I was like... <laughs> What is going on? Because I picture this, like, billionaire going to, like, Gold's Gym or whatever <laughs> London has. Like, when you go to a really fancy gym, I was like, surely if she's poor, she can afford to be at the fancy That's gym. But true. then I was like, How maybe she worked gym? at the gym. That's Oh, that could be. Because I'm sure he, yeah. was, he would go to, like, a I don't think gym, he would. Right? Or wouldn't he have a personal trainer? I don't know. You so would think, yeah. I really wanted more to that story because that's got to be an amazing thing. Like, you meet this... Yeah. Millionaire dude. Like, I guess I wanted it's more. It's rags to riches for yeah. her. So, like, where did, yeah. I wanted the details of yeah. that, basically. No, I think you're totally right. Because so. you're right. He's not just at Gold's Gym and she picked him up. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then she and her husband got divorced in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, was she talks about in the show how it was this amicable divorce and that she has two older kids. I think when they're, like, 20, they're in their 20s or 19 mm-hmm. or something. Um and then she meets Asher Monroe at a Victoria's Secret event. Um, see, that makes more sense. Yeah, I like the gym story. Well, he's Idea 15 years true. younger. Um, and they have a baby together, Eliana, which I just think is a beautiful Yeah, name. it is cute. She was born in 2020. And, okay, so while I was kind of looking up Diana, I found out, again, this is from that Vulture article, mm-hmm. that she is the CEO of Neuro Brands, Neuro like Neurology, quote a lifestyle drink company <laughs> and then it had this note in the article about how in 2016 the company had to pay some kind of fine because of 
misleading health claims about the product, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of where Diana was mm-hmm. when we met her coming yes. in. Um, and she wasn't introduced until the second episode. Mm-hmm. That's right. And Crystal called her like glitterati. She was an it girl. I just liked the term glitterati. glitterati. I, know, I like that. Wait, what is glitter? I think it's like Illuminati. Like what is Oh, I know. I think it's like paparazzi. Kind of, no, what yeah, is the it's e? What is the inner? Yeah, I don't know actually now that you say that. <laughs> well, it does sound like paparazzi. Up. Okay, yeah, I don't know. It just like it fit to me in my head, but now I don't know. Um, okay, my Diana thing too that I think drove me kind of crazy is her lip licking, which she addresses in the reunion. Yeah. But she constantly, no matter what she's doing, she's licking her lips, even when she's not talking. She's licking her lips. Like it is so distracting. So maybe yeah. that's why I have no idea what she's about because I just couldn't <laughs> I feel so bad because I never noticed that until the reunion and now it's all I it's see all you and I, I, I wish that they hadn't pointed that out because yeah. I just feel bad that's one of those things that's so awkward that like it you is. can't really fix and it and I can see myself so. totally doing oh, that oh yeah <laughs> again so, that's why we're on so the air and not the TV we can do whatever we want yeah <laughs> um so do you want to talk about this first time we see her yes okay so the first time we see her and this is our first few that we're going to bring in so this is diana versus sutton and really i that's probably the main yeah until we get to garcelle but like you said a lot of that comes out after so as the season is filming the big fight with diana is sutton so we meet Diana in episode two at Harry Hamlin's birthday dinner, which is Lisa Rinna's husband. And so Sutton and Rinna, some things had gone on before the show even started filming. Sutton went and watched What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. And basically, it's kind of, I mean, it, it sort of involves last season. So last season, her friend Garcelle was kind of taken to task for not, was it that she didn't text? No, she did text, but she didn't. Oh, she never said thank you for some yeah. pasta sauce that mm-hmm. Harry Hamlin made. Yeah. Or maybe she said thank you, but didn't write. But she didn't write, text. That's or what didn't it was. Text she it. said it yes. at the dinner, but she didn't like Yes, it was not documented. It. Yes. Yeah. So she couldn't, Lisa was upset. She couldn't show Harry a thank you, I think was what it was. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Sutton was upset with that. So when she went on Watch What Happens Live, she basically said, well, when I was at the Elton John charity event, I booked a table and invited Rinna and Hamlin as my guests, and they never sent me a thank you and just kind of left it as this mm-hmm. dot, dot, dot moment on air. So when we get to the dinner, well, initially Sutton says, oh, it is Harry's day. Like, I'm not going to bring it up. We're not mm-hmm. going to bring this up. And of course, we sit down, the husbands leave, and it's the first thing that we go to talk about. And then all of a sudden, is it Rinna or somebody's like, Oh, and then we have Diana here, yeah. and she's the backer of the event, and she has all the information. Yeah. So she could kind of tell us what happens, mm-hmm. even though it's still totally unclear by the end. So unclear. Like Sutton apparently canceled the table. She bought the table, mm-hmm. canceled the table, is what she's accused of. Yeah. Leaving Rinna and Harry Hamlin to scramble and find another way to get into the event. Mm-hmm. Um, so they ended up at the IMDb table yeah. or something like that. but. What was confusing, too, is I feel like when Sutton showed the receipt, Diana was kind of like, well, yeah, that's a receipt. But again, you can cancel it later. Yeah, you could have paid and then cancel later is what Dorit said. But Diana doesn't even back up. Like, no one is backed up. Like, I ended up leaving that being like, okay, so who's telling the truth? It was very unclear. I mean, I feel like, especially Diana could tell us because she runs Uh the event. But Diana was very like, this is classless. But she didn't want to get into it. She was like, this is kind of like... Yeah. khaki type thing. It's she, just funny because she touted herself as all nouveau riche. Yeah, and then, exactly. like the first <laughs> words out of her <laughs> mouth like, are classless. so classless. Yeah. <laughs> so she wasn't really having it so we never really but it did show us it kind of started that thing where she's this really charitable person yes. and these relationships she has and mm-hmm. she does talk a lot about like her 
I think that's important to her. Philanthropy is that word? Yeah. For charity and stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of where it starts. It starts really slowly simmering. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, she doesn't come out with a bang. It's just that kind of like, that's classless. And then she and Sutton kind of have a little meeting and they talk. And Diana basically says that Sutton is clumsy with her words and with her behavior. And she goes back to that constantly. Sutton is clumsy. And I think to be fair, yeah, Sutton is clumsy. But again, I guess I feel like, is there actual malice behind her or is she just kind of clumsy? I think she's just kind of clumsy. I agree. I really, I mean, we both really like Sutton and I just think she's just one of those people that well, like me, says yeah. stupid things, and she it's doesn't like, mean them. Our know? kids are always like, that's so cringy. Yeah. Like, Sutton can be very cringy. She'll say yes. something, and it's like, no, why would you do that? Like, <laughs> you know they're filming you, Sutton. Or like... if you know you're like that, you shouldn't go on a reality TV Exactly. Show. <laughs> See, I wouldn't, because I don't think, I think Sutton can't think as fast to answer. Yeah. And I know I couldn't. I would be in trouble. <laughs> but I do think it also backs up that Rinda had already kind of prejud- prejudiced her. Prejudiced her? Like, Pre- she was prejudiced against her. <laughs> yeah, she, she basically didn't like her from the beginning. Yes. And I feel like Rinna had already given her the rundown. Like, she didn't come in going, oh, I haven't heard of this. I yeah. Think she knew. So I do feel like that kind of sets up the idea that... They're on different teams. Exactly. They're on different teams. Um, and then it's kind of funny because when she's talking a little bit about Sutton, it's when she's in um, Kyle's new store. And one of my favorite Diana moments is when she's like... Oh, I've never heard of outlets. And then she, <laughs> and then Kyle's store. She's like, "This is my first store opening." It's like, okay, we get it. You're super rich. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm so rich. I've never been to a store. And then she I was like, like "All oh, the clothes are pretty. I'd even wear them at my own house. Like that's my favorite. Like not out of the house. Yeah. Like I have things that I would also yeah. only wear in my own house. Yes, yeah, they're not nice. <laughs> I did not pay for them. What I bet Kyle's things cost. <laughs> oh. Where did the bacon-eating vegetarian happen? Yeah, I mean, I think when they're first talking, Sutton explains that to her, but then she okay. uses it over and over. But yeah, tell them that line, because I okay. love that line. So Diana is so offended because Sutton is a vegetarian who occasionally eats bacon, <laughs> and she routinely calls her throughout the season a bacon-eating vegetarian, but she says it like in all seriousness, like, this is her character, guys. She's yeah. a bacon-eating vegetarian. Like, that, that says it all right yes. there, which I just find really funny I think she just means like oh she's contradictory but at the same time like who is it like I think every one of us has some form of a bacon eating vegetarian (laughs) and it's like there's something that you do that you're also like okay well that kind of contradicts Diana being one of those people too I think um the other thing and is it it's before they head down to Mexico but and then I guess it's kind of a trigger warning but Diana has um a miscarriage and it's like it's a pretty serious big deal the problem is i feel like the way that they film it it's a little confusing because initially when she's talking to kyle about it um so this was after ellie she was like when ellie was i don't know like five months old Mm -hmm. i think she said that she'd lost the baby but it was like past somewhere past 12 weeks right so i mean that's that's a big loss and it's a, this was a moment when we were kind of going back through the notes where I was like, okay, maybe I was too tough on Diana. Like, I, I don't think she and I would be friends. But at the same time, I think, when I think back to after having my babies and the hormones and everything that you go mm-hmm. through, it's like, yeah, maybe she should have been cut a little slack. Like, maybe we should have said, dude, what she's going through is really rough. Yeah. And I think, again, that's sort of the age difference. Like, this group is not into baby showers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they joke about that at one point. Like, all these women have older kids who are, like, heading off to college. And, you know, like, Crystal's the young one in the group. So then 
Diana's not the young one, but then she has these little babies and she's dealing with all this. And I think the women have just completely forgotten. And I could see how you would forget not being in that yeah, I mean, part of your life. Then she felt like people were being dismissive of it. Yeah. And that I, that just hit her hard. I think so. Yes. Yeah, so they go to Mexico mm-hmm. and they go on Dorit's yacht. Yeah. And... Oh, and we have Diana versus the hotel. Oh, Diana versus the yes. Yeah. So, Sharon, what happens when Diana goes to a hotel? Well, she's she got to bring the Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> she sends people ahead of time <laughs> to set it up. Yeah. They, like, bring, I don't know, instance. I don't know all these weird things. Remember, there was candles the rooms, and there was, yeah. Maybe crystals. I like crystals, but I don't know. Stuff like that. No, they had all, and they had everything all set up for her. And I remember in Mexico, they were freaked out because the closet wasn't, like, the the rack wasn't tall enough. So all of her dresses were not, like, hanging straight. They were, you know, when they sort of catch on the ground, they were bending. Her dresses were bending. When you're that rich, that's probably unacceptable. And they don't show how they fix it. I mean, it's upsetting (laughs) to me because I'm like, you're going to bring this up. You're going to say, she's not going to be happy. Yeah. And we don't talk about, like, I mean, roll in a garment. Those rolly garment things. I mean, I think there was a way to fix it. So it's like, I think the big thing in Mexico is that all the day stuff is fine. They go on the boat. Uh, the, but the boat is kind of the start of it. So what happens is they're sitting on the t- on the kind of the, what's that? The bow of the boat? I know. The front of the boat is called. I watched a lot of below deck. I know. I, I feel, like, I feel embarrassed that we don't know that. the term. Well, we know below deck. We don't know what's on <laughs> That's deck. That's true. Good point. <laughs> so, yeah, we're not usually up there on the, I'm going to go with bow of the boat. That could be wrong. Um, so they're up on the bow of the boat, and it's Diana, Sutton, and Garcelle, and they're mm-hmm. talking. And I think that initially that first night, um, Garcelle had gotten into it a little bit with Diana over her book, which we could talk about maybe a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But um, she was upset that Diana didn't want to basically share something about her life. She thought she was being rude to Dorit and that she wasn't – I guess that she wasn't giving. Like, I think they just felt like she was. And honestly, up to that point, she really hadn't said much to the girls about her life or anything. Mm-hmm. And so she does share. And as I watched that back too, I thought, okay, so see, maybe she is feeling like she was sharing because she did share this tidbit with Garcelle and um, with Sutton about her brother being killed in the war and mm-hmm. then not knowing what happened and then finding out that he was dead and that it was this huge, awful, terrible moment, probably mm-hmm. the worst in her life, she'd kind of said. And so what happens here is that then Sutton listens Mm-hmm. And then this is kind of where I think we have to we have to talk ourselves through this too because I think the big thing we're going to keep going back to is whether Sutton can listen, <laughs> whether she's capable of it, whether she does, or whether she feels like connecting is pointing out something similar in your own life. What Sutton does is says, well, my dad killed himself, and it's really hard when you lose someone quickly mm-hmm. and you don't get a chance to say goodbye. Yeah, and right as she says that, they they like go to Diana's face, mm-hmm. and you kind of, she has glasses on, sunglasses, but you can kind of see like she's she kind of turns away. Like yeah. she's obviously upset by that. Mm-hmm. So I was a little surprised because mm-hmm. I didn't think Sutton was being unkind. It makes me wonder. Do you think they cut a lot? Like, does Sutton go on and on, and we're not seeing that because it's boring? As Diana will call Sutton later. <laughs> yeah. <that's okay. laughs> She cannot accept that. I can't decide whether, because it seems like from where we're sitting that what happens when Sutton comes on is she kind of says, oh, I have a similar thing. Yeah. I had a miscarriage too. Mm-hmm. Or I had someone in my life, you know, immediately become out of my life. Yeah. And to me, it feels like, okay, she's connecting. But I worry, like, is she going, I don't know, Diana well, thinks okay, she's making it about herself. The miscarriage thing later did that not come off well. No, it didn't. I thought that this came off fine. I thought she was really trying to relate to mm-hmm. her. But... I guess the fact that Diana didn't think so, and then going into later conversations, it was already like, well, you're all yeah, by yourself. Exactly. You don't care. And so I guess it's like, I, I would understand had those situations been flipped, 
but in the order in which yeah. they happened, why was Diana shutting her down so fast? Yeah, like, I that really was confusing. don't understand that. Kyle says at one point, um, when Diana is quiet, something is brewing. And I was like, yeah. And so now I, whenever I kind of like see her get really quiet, it's like, yeah. oh, she's not happy. Yeah, <laughs> you get scared. She's mad at you. The other thing that happens, so I think the big thing with them is the dinners in Mexico. So yes. they're, they're down in Mexico just on a girl's trip. And the biggest moment I think that stands out is that Sutton essentially snaps at Diana. And we kind of have this discussion as to was, was Sutton yelling or not. Because Diana pulls back to the discussion where she learned, I think, that she was a Baconese vegetarian. And she said that Sutton said, I do not like screaming. And so then Diana's like, well, why would you scream at me? Um, because what happens is that Diana chimes in when Sutton is talking about Crystal. And Crystal says, well, you said that you hate me, you love me. And um, Sutton's like, no, that's not what I said. Like, she does that. No, Mm-mm. no, ma'am. She gets her, like, Southern. Yeah. Uh-uh. And she basically cuts her off at the pass. And Diana's like, no, I heard you say it. And what's hard is as we were watching it back too, Diana does poke Sutton. Like she constantly goes, why do I have to care? Yeah. It's but hard. But Sutton really did say it. She did. And Diana yeah. is all about like the pointing out the contradiction. Mm-hmm. Okay, she bacon is. eating vegetarian yeah. was like strike one. And exactly. Now, and she's she's like, got to find supporting evidence. Yeah. Like I'm adding this to <laughs> yes. my thesis. Like. <laughs> exactly. And the problem I think with Diana, she acts like, well, I didn't do anything, but she jumps in with these critiques of Sutton that it's sort of like, yeah, maybe you mm-hmm. just needed to sit quietly. Like, maybe you didn't need to jump in there. But, like, clearly something is bothering her and she can't get it out. So it comes out in these little small mm-hmm. things at Sutton. And so they're just passing in the night. Like, they're just not going to line up. Yeah. And Sutton actually leaves the table after the screaming thing. And we were kind of talking about that because I feel like I get blamed for the screaming thing. Everyone in my family is super loud. <laughs> they are. I can, I can, I can <laughs> you can hear them from here. They're really loud. So it's, so it's like family. whenever I yell, all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, my God, she's screaming. And half the time, I'm like, I just raised my voice to be heard above you people. Yeah. And I felt like a little bit that's what happened with Sutton. Like, yeah. nobody was listening. They were all Sutton, Sutton, mm-hmm. Sutton. And so she went a little bit louder. And then she was screaming. And yeah. then that upset her. And I get that because well, I've been there. For me, when you say screaming on Housewives, yeah. like... I think your hair should fly back. (laughs) I'm thinking like, you know, Teresa flipping a table. It's like the classic. That to me is housewife screaming. Like what Sutton does is nowhere near what I would call screaming. Mm -mm. And she's still even in control. Yeah. She's getting upset. Oh, but one thing about that dinner, I think that um, Diana looked really pretty at that dinner. Like that was one of the prettiest I thought she looked. Mm -hmm. She's wearing this like green gown and her hair was in a pony with like a... Because Caitlin and I were talking about how she looks amazing for mm-hmm. being 49. She like yes. doesn't have a wrinkle. And I don't know if that's because she's rich. But then the other women are rich, too. And she still looks yeah. even like, does better. Does she have secret so. plastic surgery? I like, know. <laughs> I wonder how she does. That's the more in her tagline. Like, yes, <laughs> exactly. Even more, that's what it is. <laughs> so really, that's their big issue in Mexico. And I guess we kind of leave it as a agree to disagree between the two of them. Yeah. Because they just... They don't get along. And to each other's face, they're mildly cordial. But behind the scenes and in the interviews, they're not. It, and then when they get back from Mexico is Garcelle's birthday party. Yes. And that's where, you know, mm-hmm. the stuff kind of hits the fan yes. a little bit. And this is where it's like up until this point, we're kind of going, did Sutton, did Diana, like who's... At this point, Sutton is beyond clumsy with her words. Like yes. Sutton is this, is, this was not good. Like I can maybe understand her intention possibly Mm -hmm. but she really pokes and 
She's yeah. coming to fight. Well, let's start with that. Okay, so basically, Garcelle is having a birthday party. Mm-hmm. Before the birthday party, Diana sends this text that basically starts everything off in a bad place. Yeah. So Diana sends this text to the group. And okay, so I hit pause nine million times and transcribe this. <laughs> is I don't normally do this in a group text, but doctors are putting me on bed rest to stop bleeding. This trip in flying and drinking and burning my candle at both ends after losing baby, bleeding for eight weeks straight after miscarriage, and four major surgeries that followed in last few weeks to save my uterus was not a very intelligent thing to do. I usually wouldn't share this in a group text because it makes me look like a whiny but Garcelle, misspelled, might think I'm rude. So there it is. So it was like sympathy, sympathy. And then all of a sudden she like throws a jab at Garcelle. She just always has to jab. I guess that's my thing with Diana. I wish she would just say it. Just say it and leave it. Let it stand by itself. Well, I think she just felt weak and she didn't want to feel mm-hmm. weak. So she had to throw a jab like a exactly. see. I'm yeah. Tough. But also because it's know. Garcelle's birthday. It was like that was a little yeah grumpy. And then so basically... Garcelle is like, okay. (laughs) And then um, Diana shows up to her party with Asher and she comes in and she goes, it's dead indeed. And her and Asher are both wearing like these black feathery jackets. And they match. And it's really bizarre. Disney villain, I feel like. Very moldless, but um, and Sutton is a little snarky about you mm-hmm. know Diana was on her deathbed, but now she's at this party, yeah. And that's kind of how they start this conversation. Um, Diana, no, Sutton comes up to Diana and basically says, Can we, you, mm-hmm. you know, uh, can I borrow you for a minute? Yeah, <laughs> the bachelor, exactly. gonna, <laughs> she wants to go talk to her. Um, yeah, so what's interesting too is, I, yeah, I kind of feel like. I almost wonder if Sutton was trying to sort of match Diana. Like she was like, well, she's pointing out my contradiction. So now I'm going to point out hers because I, I've been yeah. trying to figure out where this comes from. Like why say to somebody, but I guess when you read that text, it is like, wow, I didn't know you were going through all that. And yeah. I think us up to that point too, like we're seeing her on the trip. We're seeing mm-hmm. her in pretty dresses. We're seeing her looking completely normal and happy. And, and so I think it is kind of a little bit out of left field when we find all that out, but why you would then throw that in someone's face yeah. I don't understand. I don't know what, like, when I saw this scene with Sutton, I was like, Yeah, I hate it, it every moment so of it. so <laughs> bad. I was like, Sutton, no, shut It's up, shut awful. Because Diana says, or no, Sutton says, like, you're on bed rest, but you're here. That's mm-hmm. confusing. And yeah. it's just one, it's so it was rude and none of her business and just not kind yes. to someone that's going through that. And yeah, so Sutton really was in the wrong, I think, in this conversation. Absolutely. Um, and after that, and honestly, if I were in the situation Diana was in, because she's probably feeling extremely emotional mm-hmm. about what just happened. Yeah. I'm not sure if I could come back from that. Mm-hmm. Someone could pop. That to me was really painful. The I, other stuff all seemed like a bunch of nothing. Yeah. But that mm-hmm. was really painful. And I think it's, I just don't see how they could get past that. I agree. I think as the viewer up until that point, I mean, so I feel like we had to go back and like pull out all these, okay, so they are starting. Because initially, I guess I didn't see what the huge problem was with them. And so when Sutton does this and you really haven't like thought about all these little teeny tiny moments, it really feels like, whoa, like mm-hmm. this is out of left field. Like you are being aggressive for no reason. And then Diana's being aggressive for a, more of a reason. But still, she's pretty aggressive and she's good at it. Where Sutton's not. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost felt like, 
um, Diana thought, so Sutton was like, well, I had two miscarriages. Mm-hmm. And maybe she was trying to connect, even though she was kind of being a little bit like. I felt like she was at first. Yeah. But then. But then I almost think Diana saw it as like a. One up. She's saying, well, I had two miscarriages and it's not that, like, like she was dismissing it because she had two. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that bad. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think she, you could have read I think it, she thought, yeah. thought that's what she, which I doubt mm-hmm. that's what Sutton meant, you know. Yeah. Um, it just all went wrong. Yeah. I feel like if Sutton had maybe started with saying to Diana, like, how are you doing? And Diana kind of explained. And Sutton hadn't gone, well, now, should you, shouldn't you be on bed rest? Well, she did like, kind of say, at first, I want to check on mm-hmm, you. She did. But, yeah. And if she just continued with yeah. that, let her, and again, listened. If she just listened to yes. let Diana say what she wanted to say about it. And then maybe said, I hear you. I had two miscarriages. And it's awful. Yeah. And then left it at that. I still think Diana would have been mad. But I think it might yes. have been less mad or less well, one-upmanship or I think they kind of recovered just, from that they did yeah exactly no but what happens mm-mm, no nope. not that conversation yeah. and then the, the best thing is my favorite part of this conversation is when it's like all this emotional stuff so then Diana's like well Sutton is fake but worse she's boring yeah she, right. I, she cannot forgive boring it's kind of like again yeah. she's like in this emotional place so she, she just like lashes out with this yes. kind of like because when Garcelle comes over, she's like, oh, what are you talking about? Yeah. She's like, like, I told Sutton she's boring. <laughs> exactly. Like, okay. I was like, okay, but that wasn't actually, there's a bigger problem here. And then Kyle kind of gets embroiled with it. And I do not like how Kyle handles the whole thing, but yeah. we can talk about that under under Kyle. Yeah. And then Gar- she, and it's like Diana's trying to pick a fight with Garcelle. She, yeah. It just mm-hmm. wasn't good. That conversation yeah. really sticks out as like the worst yes. part of that season mm-hmm. for the two of them. I because think. Diana thinks that Sutton is mocking her miscarriages. I think, I don't think that she is, but I do think she says not nice things about it. And I think she really needed to back off. But then the other thing you and I were talking about was um, how Diana can dish it, but can't take it. Yes. Sometimes Diana will, anytime mm-hmm. someone takes a jab at her, she's, she's extremely defensive, extremely. which I would be too, but yeah. I don't go around insulting people. Exactly. <laughs> I don't like to, to start me off the conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. And, and I just think the whole thing is just, it, it's super cringy. It's super, it's, it's even like not even passive aggressive. It's just aggressive, aggressive on both sides. Like yes. the things that just go back and forth about the thing. And then they kind of make up. Diana gives Sutton a hug. And I don't know. I just felt like it was kind of just to, to end the conversation. Later we find out Sutton thought it was more, you know, honest than it was. And Diana was like, no, it's the fakest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Um, so, because they'll, they'll go to dinner or not lunch. I don't know. I think it's lunch. Yeah, lunch. It looked more it daytime. It appeared more yeah. lunch time. Yeah. So they'll go to dinner and or lunch, whatever time of day. <laughs> Some people call lunch dinner. Maybe Diana does because she's so fancy. Yeah. And Ew. then supper is dinner. Well, yeah, supper. I've heard of supper as dinner because that's what my my mom calls it. So I'm just up, using supper. the fancy when I say okay. dinner. I mean, is supper let, no, fancy? I thought supper was not I don't think fancy. It is fancy okay. But I think dinner for lunch can be fancy. <laughs> breakfast for, what about breakfast for no dinner? No one's handing us a dinner. Because I told my kids we're going to do breakfast for dinner. Yeah, see, there you go. That and that throws the whole thing. I mean, what do you even call that? Like, who who even knows? I don't. Know. Anyway, I don't think they actually eat, so I guess it doesn't matter. That's true. That's a really good point. <laughs> but pretty much, Sutton claims she was trying to bond with her. Diana says like she had to scrub herself after lunch was Sutton and that she was so fake and that Diana's apology was so fake and then what did you, you loved her um what she's wearing 
at the at the at the dinner. Oh, oh, the, yeah. So she's got this Gucci hat on, which she, it's like a black baseball cap. It sits kind of like high above her ears, so it looks kind of strangely. It reminds me of like if my dad wears a hat, and it's like doesn't fully fit That's on That's not his how we head. wear the hat. I know, like, and yeah. I'm like. Sometimes you know how like really expensive things they look <laughs> weird, cheap. but they're supposed to look weird. <laughs> yeah, like I paid a lot and of money for this to look that like they're this. better. Like yeah. I don't know, I totally didn't get. It, it just really you think it was an aggressive me. hat move. <laughs> like she was like, I don't know what Sutton's gonna wear, but I'm wearing the aggressive yes. Gucci hat. It it totally threw me off because the whole time, <laughs> and they're at like a fancy restaurant, hat. and I'm also kind of like really yeah. the baseball hat in the restaurant like that. Yeah, I don't feel like I that. That was classless. Yeah, I don't know. So then Diana has a Christmas party. What's interesting is that, that is not her house that we see. You know, oh, it's that, right. it's that sort of right. one-story wooden abode. It's very pretty, but she's renting it. So, and I don't know if that's just because she really wanted to, again, keep her life so private. Like, there is, I think there is a huge curtain up with Diana. Like, she won't even show her real house. I, I don't know. It, it's interesting. So she gets ready to have the Christmas party there. And really, I feel like not a lot happens with Diana from the moment she has that lunch or dinner yeah. with Sutton through to essentially Aspen. Yeah. They just kind of stay out of each other's orbit. Yeah. Essentially. I think they agree. They agree. They hate each other. Mm-hmm. And then in Aspen, nothing good yeah. comes of Nothing good comes of Aspen. Nope. So that's where um, that scene mm-hmm. where Erica, they're just, the whole group is sitting around and um, Erica, it really becomes a pile on Sutton. I guess yes. maybe that's why Sutton ends up Feeling more sympathetic at the end. Yeah. So basically, Eric calls Sutton a bad word. Uh-huh. See you next Tuesday. Which and I, then, we would argue is one of the worst words. But the reunion. Yes. <laughs> There's so, some discussion as to whether that or evil is the worst word. Yeah. But then Diana says, but you are one. Like mm-hmm. piling on Sutton. Yeah. When she was, and she laughed about it. She like cackled it with Eric. It was kind of it. cruel. It was mean. It uh-huh. was very mean girl. Um Oh, and also we didn't mention the kind of mean girl thing on the way home from Mexico. Oh, yes. Um, Sutton wanted to sit next to Diana and some of the ladies. And basically, she wouldn't let them sit with her. Yeah. Kind of like. She was like, like, go back to your high seats we lunch. had on the way out or whatever. Yeah. It was very kind of mean girl. So, yeah. It, it never got back to good. It, well, nope. it never was good. It never got bad. It got worse and worse. Yeah. Um. And then at the reunion, yeah, nothing. No, not much. So, all right, wrapping up Diana versus Sutton. Uh, who wins? So, ultimately, I think Diana wins. But this is really hard for me to say because mm-hmm. I like Sutton better. Yes. Um, but I feel like Sutton had too many harsh moments mm-hmm. that really made it hard to carry on a friendship yeah. for the two of them mm-hmm. it's just about miscarriage such a sensitive topic yes it just requires a lot more I don't yeah know, understanding with her feelings yeah. yeah they kept um, saying empathy with her and it kept going is that it but yeah mm-hmm. I think it is yeah. yeah and so um yeah I would say I would say Diana wins yeah but and I love you know, Sutton I know I agree see and honestly I had written in my notes Sutton but after we've talked through this whole thing, it's Diana. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think we have given Sutton such a benefit of the doubt because we like her, because we're like, oh, she didn't mean it. Yeah. But there's only so many times you can say she didn't mean it. Yes. And no matter how much Diana's poking at her, it's not cool what she said. Yeah. Like ultimately she's responsible for her words. And she does apologize. Yeah. And and that, that that gives her some credit. 
And like, I think could because we love her friendship with Garcelle, who we'll discuss next. I think that gives us, you know, a reason to like her. But ultimately, mm-hmm. yeah, Diana. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, there's one. But Diana does win no matter what because she and Asher announced this month in December that they are expecting a baby. Okay. Well, so. then she definitely wins. <laughs> so congratulations to her. Congratulations. Hope she has a healthy, healthy pregnancy. Okay. That's, that's awesome. awesome. That is that. awesome. I guess going through it all, like, I guess ultimately yeah. if she comes out. Yeah. With good for her and good for Asher. All right, so our next battle is Diana versus Garcelle. So we'd kind of discussed how, I think a little bit earlier, the majority of their battling comes forth in the reunion after they've kind of seen what each other has said, um, and then also just some things that have happened after the filming stopped. Um, We can kind of go back to Mexico just really briefly. You know, you can tell in those arguments that they don't like each other. And I think some of it is Sutton backing I mean, Garcelle backing Sutton. Mm-hmm. I think that she's really, they're, they're friends. They've got each other's backs. So I think, again, this, the way we felt Diana was predisposed to not like Sutton, mm-hmm. Garcelle is kind of predisposed to not like Diana. Yeah. And at that one dinner in Mexico where Garcelle brings up the mm-hmm. Room 23 book, yes. um, for anyone who's not aware, this was like a, I don't know, it was a book of pictures of mm-hmm. celebrities, I guess, that was maybe a little bit risque. Um, Lisa Rinna was in it. Yeah. So. And, and um, apparently people said that it was like supposedly like a book of call girls. I don't understand it at all why people would think that. Yeah. And so but, she really didn't want to discuss it. I think Garcelle thought she was being rude by not discussing mm-hmm. it. But I think ultimately there was just so many like lies wrapped up in it for her, like bad rumors that had come out of it. Yes. It wasn't a call girl book. It wasn't okay. all these things. And so I think yeah. she just was like, I don't talk about it. Which Caitlin and I were like, doesn't that take a long time to go from like picture <laughs> to press to make like a like it seems like there'd be like you could put it on the internet. Yeah, this just doesn't seem like the something. best method. It's not like the most yeah. efficient business decision. <laughs> exactly. So it does seem kind of silly the more you think about I it. Like, <laughs> I totally don't get that. I don't like, either. Maybe I just don't understand yeah. that. But I mean, again, I feel like that's another thing where she's just so rich. Yeah. That, like it is outside of our understanding. Yes. You know, like it just doesn't fit in our. Like we were saying, like like in college, we'd use the yearbooks to like look yeah. for people. So maybe it's like the rich person version of that. You're like, no, I had math with Sean. Like, yeah. wait, hold on, there's a celebrity Pick in here I like. Table book with, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And make a picture. Just go over. It's under my art book and yeah. my fashion book. But then Garcelle does, or no, when Diana comes to Garcelle's birthday party, mm-hmm. she does bring her a copy of that book as a present. Yes. And I kind of couldn't tell if, they kind of both laughed about it. I can't tell if Diana's being kind of like cheeky or, I, I just really I didn't agree. know. I couldn't tell if it came from the heart or not. Yes, exactly. I yeah. couldn't tell if it's like, hey, here's my book. Here's, mm-hmm. or, or if it's like. Yeah. I think that's the issue maybe at the heart of Diana. She's so hard to read. Exactly. It's like you can't tell, like, is she being genuine or is she not? Uh-huh. And and so it's like you just can't decide because you don't know her. And yeah. she doesn't give us a way to figure it out. So I think that's a hard thing. She's hard to read. Totally. And then uh, the whole... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have trouble saying it because it is just hard to say. <laughs> okay. We could talk about it a little bit maybe when we talk about Dorit, but Dorit, (laughs) I can't even say it. She's part of a charity, and it is a lovely charity, but the name needs workshopping. And I think even Kathy Hilton would agree with me. It is called, okay, I'm so afraid I'm going to say it wrong, 
Homeless, not toothless. <laughs> Which, is that correct? Yes, <laughs> okay. that is correct. And here's the thing. So, like, everyone tries not to laugh when they say this, which... Because they have it backwards for ba- most of yeah, the time. Yeah, they kept saying, like, toothless, not homeless, or, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they can't keep it straight. So, and part of me was like, okay, after this episode where everyone kind of was like, it's oh, confusing. my God, the name. But I was like, they should change it. But this is, like, the best it is. advertising. It is. Everyone knows mm-hmm. their charity now. Yeah, exactly. Like, they <laughs> Maybe they can have briefings I mean, they could just, like, like... <laughs> get both websites, like, get it both ways. So if you hit their website... You're like, right? either one you type, yes. you'll go there. <laughs> That's awesome. But, but, um, but, yeah, during that time is kind of when, um, essentially, Diana says to Garcelle, like, you've shut me down as a friend. And Garcelle's like, well, you trashed me in that text, and you were awful at my birthday party. Which, uh, both things are true. <laughs> and then Lisa Rinna kind of throws her two cents in and says, like, Garcelle, you need to come to, from a place of love in the uh-huh. relationship, which, of course, doesn't go over well. <laughs> but I agree. I think, overall, Garcelle thinks that Diana is full of it and vice versa. Yeah. Pretty That's much. pretty much how the season goes. Yeah. And then we go into the reunion. Yeah. And the reunion is where most of the sort of fighting happened mm-hmm. because, basically, it turns out Garcelle's son received these really horrible racist comments um and one of which also said tell your mom to leave diana alone or you'll deal with us um and then her son posted these threats that he got yeah and they're very upsetting yes. like it was real dark to yeah i kind of see all that coming up it was really bad and then diana i guess instead of being like oh my god that's horrible <laughs> diana wanted her name the tell tell your mom to leave Diana alone or deal with us. She wanted that removed yeah. from the son's post. And she basically, she was worried her family's getting threats mm-hmm. because of that. And Diana texted um, to Garcelle, believe me when I say that if anything happens to my children, you will be held legally responsible and no Bravo contract will stop me. I guess by making sure you take down my birthday post, you wanted to solidify me as a racist and actually ruin my life. And... It's just kind of strange because mm-hmm. Garcelle's son is in this really hard place. Yes. He got these horrible messages, and Diana is just focused on mm-hmm. how it affects her, basically. Yeah, it's kind of what she accused Sutton of a little bit. Yeah. But I think the big thing is that, yeah, it's like in the moment where Garcelle is trying to be a mom who's supportive to her son, who's receiving these terrifying things and these awful things and is probably super upset. She's basically like, now, could you just step to the side, calm down a moment, and edit that post to get my name out of it? And it's like, no, she's got to deal with her son. Yeah. And I think we were talking about this earlier, and the way that we kind of felt like this could have been handled better would be not to be so focused on Jax, which is Garcelle's son, and and on what he needed to change and sort Mm -hmm. of let him deal with it, how he needs to safely deal with it. But for them to have come together and said, no one's family should be threatened, we both, we may not like each other, but mm-hmm. we stand by each other saying, stop threatening each other. We're coming together to say, threatening families, no, this mm-hmm. shouldn't happen. But I guess where they won't come together is because mm-hmm. Garcelle, it says she sort of believes Diana is behind yeah. these texts. Mm-hmm. So Garcelle says basically that Diana hired these bots to send these texts. Diana, of course, denies it. Yeah. Um, and... 
I now know what bots are. Yeah, that confused us. We They're had not asked Sharon's husband. <laughs> <laughs> They're not like the robots that clean the floor. <laughs> They're not like my vacuum. They're robots. smarter, apparently. Yeah, they can apparently, <laughs> you can hire these, and they. So this is what I don't get. They send insults. They send bad comments. I I don't understand. Do they tailor it? Do yeah, like, we're confused. Do you choose? Yeah, bad I comments. Know. At which do point, like, that is your fault. Yes, <laughs> like exactly. you sent a Did list. Did they give of me like a menu? Speaking I don't understand. points. Yeah, exactly. Like, circle the bad things <laughs> you like. So. And then my husband was like, "No, a lot of times it's people that you." hire but then i'm like yeah so do the people sit and research and like mm-hmm. or they just send random bad and so apparently diana filed a lawsuit to try to figure out where the bots were coming from which because... does make me kind of feel like maybe she didn't i don't know and then garcelle says she's investigating mm-hmm. um so in the end there's there's tension there because garcelle thinks diana could have been involved with it possibly mm-hmm. so yeah i mean so the whole thing is just really ugly it's and, really ugly i mean who wins in that yeah, I think Garcelle. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying that anybody wins when you threaten families. Mm-hmm. So really, they both lose to some extent. But I think Garcelle is in the right here. I think she handled it. You know, she, she tried to take care of her child and her family. And then for Diana to kind of step in and go, take my name out of this. Mm-hmm. And then to send a, a threatening text. Kind of, well, not really threatening, but a mean text. Yeah. When she's in the middle of dealing with threatening texts, I don't think that was very cool either. I agree. That's you took the phrase. You took yeah. my phrase, Caitlin. I Sorry, was gonna say. I, I was gonna say in the right too. I agree. Yeah. I think ourselves in the right, and uh, yeah. So yeah. I guess. Sorry, Diana. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad because I feel like both of these arguments are a bit like, well, really, nobody wins. Yes. We, the viewer, did not win. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't win. <laughs> but I guess someone's a little more right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna end with our most exciting fight, though, and that is Diana versus science. <laughs> So basically, Diana has a line of drinks. It's called a neuro, with something like Neurosonic as an energy drink. Neurosleep uh, yeah. is a healthy sleep drink. Um, so they're like a lifestyle drink. Yeah, drink? the tagline is like neuro, drink with a purpose. It is naturally crafted to enhance your life. And you discover the perfect combination of vitamins, minerals, superfruits, and more in these well-balanced and delicious beverages. Okay. So the first one we're going to try, because we have the energy and the sleep one. Yeah. So we're going to start with the energy one. We decided that made the most yeah. sense. Up and okay. then down. <laughs> so we're going to try this. It's okay. red. It says super infusion. Yeah, what is a super fruit, by the way? Super fruit. I don't know. Like blueberries? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's, maybe it's, it's red. Blue. The, the thing is red. Okay. It's fizzy. It's fizzy. I did not expect that. It but t- it's kind of like when you've let your Diet Coke sit for a little while. <laughs> yes, and it's a little bit... Not fully fizzy. Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's good. It tastes artificial, mm-hmm. even though it says natural flavors. It doesn't have a bad aftertaste, though. But it doesn't, yeah. yeah. But I like artificial. Like, mm-hmm. I drink Diet Coke all the time. Yeah. So there's... there's... I'm going to go, like, fancy Crystal Light. It's... Yes. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> it's kind of like a lighter Crystal Light. It's Crystal Light Light? Well, crystal Light. Mm-hmm. I, I actually kind of like it. I don't think yeah. I'd buy it, because it's... I don't know if I can taste Coke, the um, but... reverse osmosis filtered <laughs> no, I mean, water, though. I don't know that I'm getting... I just get this tiny just, hint I, of reverse Just osmosis. regular water. That's all I <laughs> Now we should do the sleep okay, one. Okay, let's try Actually, we should have done the sleep. Oh, and, and then, then we the would have energy to see, yeah, And then see if oh. it woke us up. Shoot. This, okay, the we'll sleep never one know says now. Tangerine Dream. And I'll just start off by saying I don't like orange-flavored things. Yeah, so we're already down a notch. Okay, it's not carbonated, though. It's not carbonated. Which is funny, because it kind of made that psh noise it's when weird. I opened it, but no. no that, I don't mm-mm. care for it. It's, I mean, it's not, like, bad. I'm sure yeah, it's palatable. Like it, but it's, 
But it, it's it's even lighter. Like it's crystal. What are we down to now? Light, light, light. light. <laughs> it's like my mom who like dilutes everything like ten <laughs> times more than you're supposed to, and it's really gross. It's like, oh, you're only supposed to put four ounces yeah, of, exactly. of um, osmosis reverse water, but you did eight. So yeah. or no, fourteen and a half. Sorry. Yeah, I, not I think, bad. But no. also, I think it's too bright to be like. I don't think of orange as a sleepy time flavor. I agree. It should have been like lavender. Lavender, exactly. So I think Neurosonic clearly won. Mm-hmm. She, I'm sure, I think yeah. there's other ones. Absolutely, too out there. Neurosonic is um, the definite winner. Yeah, and we found it. Well, Caitlin found it at Walmart. I did. And we're not in a big city or anything, so no, that means it's everywhere. Yeah, that means it's like a pretty big deal. <laughs> exactly. You know, you could mix some of the vodka from the housewives. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <I agree. laughs> It's like when you have those, like, you know. I'll, I'll have a Vita, Vita Sonic. Exactly. <laughs> now, there's a drink. I yes. think we invented something amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, we discovered who won there. That was a lot yeah. easier than our other arguments, yeah, I, I guess. We just need to taste more things, yeah. I think. All right, everybody. Well, that wraps up our very first podcast. Yay. The Diana episode of season 12. Thank you for going on this journey with us. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. And if you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Thanks again. And remember to stay out of the shade.